Welcome to the Barrels and Business Podcast. I am your host, Jay Green, and this is the podcast for beach-loving, barrel-chasing business owners. In the next hour or so, I plan to give you as many tangible tips on how you can grow and build your kick-ass team, scale your business, and live the epic life of your dreams. So stay tuned while myself and my guests bring you all of the best. Good afternoon, everyone. Good morning, good evening, wherever you happen to be. Hello, I am the normal Kyle, and this is the amazing Jade. <laughs> and we are in a pretty amazing place today. Uh, we have to keep it a secret, though, because we don't want too many people enjoying this place. Oh. I tagged it on Instagram. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> so we are in the lovely Scott's head. Uh, we've decided to take a impromptu sabbatical for two days. Yes. Can we call it a sabbatical? We can. Absolutely. Well, I'd prefer to call it forced flow trigger. Ah. So we've, we know that we need to have downtime and nice. active recovery to expand our brains to be able to tap into flow states because the more flow you have, the more flow you get. Ah. So really, what today and yesterday was all about is increasing our productivity and creativity. Nice, nice. I like it. And I suppose, so what what we've actually done is you jumped on your old surfboard. I did jump on my old surfboard. Which you haven't actually used for a while. Yep. And it did take a little bit of time to get on board with it, didn't it? (laughs) It did. And I, at at first I was like, I suck and I might just go and get my other board. (laughs) And yesterday definitely was not the time to be using the... Oh, the short board. No, no, that was not that was not the right and equipment. So here, here in Scott's head, the the point where we were surfing, um, it looks like the waves are good for a short board, but unless you have a really really high level of skill, it, mm. it's not a short board kind and of wave. And a good set of quads. Oh yeah. For bouncing yes. up and down. Yes, the boy, the boys out there are. Um, I'm awestruck at how they were surfing, particularly this morning where it was a little bit smaller. So mm. yesterday it was probably around that four foot mark. Today it was probably only two to three. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, it's it's one of those waves that I find catches me out. If I take the little board out, I just, ah, oh, why did I do why this? Why did I do this? Um, and it's, you know, I take the big board out. So let, let's let's explore that a little bit. Mm. You know, we've sort of, we've, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent. So explain, tell us about what is the older board? What is this one that we'll play uh. with today? And, and by older board, it's all of three years old. Um, or maybe, yeah, I think it's about three years old. It's my 6'6 Donald Takayama Scorpion. And so mini mal, pintail, it's set up with a seven inch longer set of fin and then two trailers. So not quite a thruster. Yep. And it's just, it was custom made. It's obviously matched to my Pantone for a tax deduction purposes. <laughs> uh, it is a promotional item. It is a beautiful looking board. It's a stunning looking board. Yep. And, and and so, why why is it those particular colours as well though? To go with my original <laughs> board. So the very first, my first custom board, my my number one prize possession in the entire world, <laughs> is my eight foot six tradition longboard shaped by Dennis Anderson that my dad had made for me when in nineteen ninety one when I was fourteen. And then, don't do the math. And we we lived in a condemned scout hall at this stage and paid 25 bucks a week rent because someone had their brains literally blown out in it. So how dad managed to get together the 11 or $1,200 that it was to have a board custom made for Which me. Which in the 90s was a, f- 
That's a, a lot, lot of money. A lot of money. For, for board, a lot yeah. Because, yeah. um, like, we struggled to pay rent. So that was uh, <laughs> whatever you need to get it. But that is the one thing that's my number one prized possession. So, yes, the the way the rails are sprayed and the pinstripe that goes with it is yep. to match. And it's funny. Board. It lights you up. It, it does. Up like, ah! So <laughs> I, I don't think I've actually been out surfing with you on this board. No. I've seen you out on this board, so... No, you haven't. And, and it's got... So that the shape of it, it's got a fairly big front on it. Yeah. So it's not too bad on the pad paddling, except mm -hmm. if you've got a bung shoulder. Oh, the duck dive, <laughs> on the other hand, is a challenge. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so it's a little bit bigger, and it, and it sort of glides under the waves. And, and it's it's 6'8". Six, 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six. Six, six. Yeah. So... But for Jade, that means that it rides like, you know, for a normal person, a nine-footer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it was. It was it was really riding like oh. a longboard there today. Yeah, 100%. It just glides over the flat sections. And because you can get all the way up on the nose of it, it, it just keeps on going and going. Like, yeah. there's literally nothing underneath you. <laughs> and I, I, I see people looking at me kind of like, Amused, like how is she standing all the way up there? Because I just watched a duck dive, the tiny little thing. Yes, um, yes. And a lot of people come past and go, "Oh wow, that thing goes really well." <laughs> they know it's 100% not my skill level. It is all about the equipment. <laughs> there's yeah. a bit of both. There's, a, there's always a bit sure. of both in it. And so, <laughs> why why are we chosen surfing for the flow trigger though? Ah, <sighs> well, because we flow on the wave. We flow on the wave. Well, a lot of people use surfing for flow um, and they use it to teach people to get into flow as well. But for, for me personally, what it is, it is that challenge skills balance. Um, it's the connection to the ocean and, and nature. Yeah. Um, it quietens all the other senses. So the fact that the, the stuff going on with the body and you're reading other situations, it's quietening down the prefrontal cortex and it's stopping a bit of the lizard brain Running yeah. in the now, background. For, for layman's terms, the monkey mind. Monkey mind, yeah. <laughs> monkey mind, shut up. Um, be, you can't... Well, you can. If you sit out there thinking about work, we, we know 100% the waves do not the wave, come anywhere near you. They separate they around They separate us around you. And so they, that's just not even going to be surfing, that's sitting. <laughs> but when you do drop in and you're, you're reading the waves and that, but you do get this state of... The other day we are like... We've been three hours? Three hours? Today, two and a half hours? But it's, I think it's a matter of that's giving our brains an opportunity to quieten down the what's going on, the RAM. And de it's kind of like a defrag while yep. it's out there. It's like yep. we're, we're absorbing the energy of the ocean and Mother Nature, and I think that's recharging yep. our bodies I, and our souls. I, I really, really feel like I get recharged by the ocean. I find yep. that, um, you know... It, Let's go a little woo-woo on it, I suppose. You know, um, so I, I find that for me, me you do woo -woo. The, the 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 energy in the ocean, you know, it's it can't be stopped. And and when you think about, well, it's it's in motion. It's not stopping. You can't stop it. But wow, doesn't it recharge you when you're yeah. when you're in there? And I I find, um, and particularly something that I had to teach the kids when they were younger as well, is that it's super super important not to fight it. Oh. While you're trying to recharge. Yep. And, um, you know, like whether it's a really rough day, whether it's a calm day, whether there's a sweep going down the beach, if you're trying to recharge, it's, I find that for me it's super, super important that I don't fight it because mm. the times that I fight it, I get out going, why did I do that? Oh, <laughs> frustrating. Whereas yeah. if I, like, 
if I if I jumped in here and I floated a kilometre down the beach, I'd get out feeling amazing, even though I had to walk a kilometre back down right. the beach. So for me, I feel recharged from it. Mm. And I think I've spoken about before about um, the research with kids around, with ASD and yeah. um, particularly um, surfing the spectrum that, that's working a lot with um, those sorts of kids. That, uh, what they've found is that because the ocean, um, it's it's all nature. It's 100% nature. There's, mm. there's no digital to it. There's no man-made to it. it. It's all just that. And so the kids find that they're where it should actually trigger them, it's completely the opposite and it's calming for them Yeah. because it's just nature. Yeah. And I think that everyone can figure out what theirs is. Some people, it's like mountain biking. We've got team members that getting on the bike and getting yep. in the mountains. Like if that's that's your feeling, again, it's that getting into nature and... The connection with the nature. The connection. And also it's the unpredictability. So one of the reasons why surfing, mountain biking, um, trail running, all of those, th- those things... Uh, flow triggers is because our brain is it's still sorting the unpredictable stuff yep. which means it's using it for that rather than all of the to-do lists and all the other stuff uh, which is why they say in terms of getting those benefits rather than getting on a treadmill and just running on a treadmill which might work your body you're not getting all of the recharge benefits that your brain needs because you're not Sorting like where do I have to put my feet? Being on a What's going drives on? me bonkers. Oh, it drives everything me absolutely hurts. batty. And, everything and I, hurts. I haven't I haven't actually <laughs> found a way. Even even a stationary bike, I find that it drives me absolutely batty. I just I, it's I sort of go. I just I don't feel like I'm moving. I'm yeah. Just it's all. I don't feel like I'm getting a benefit from it. So, no. um Yeah. Like I I can't I can't sit inside. It's it's a reconnection with nature. And yeah. Um, I do know that. Um, so one of the parenting, let's say, gurus that I, I've sort of followed, Maggie Dent, talks about um, boys in particular really, really need that connection, like teenage boys, yep. that connection back to nature. And yeah. without it, they will literally go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're out, we're out surfing. Um, now, for me, I, I usually try and challenge myself a little bit as well. And... Um, I coach Clayton, you know. Geez, we're shouting out to everyone today, yeah, aren't we'll we? Give, give um, everyone a run. So, coach Clayton, and um, thinking about, and I, I really focus on it more and more and more now. And I did it um, the other week when we were at D Bar and I was surfing mm. on your surfboard <laughs> about right place, right time, right timing. Yep. And, and just be there, and you should be able to just glide onto the wave. And so, I really focus on just achieving that, and mm-hmm. I try and find that spot. and um, I'm always looking at where the waves, like that precise spot. And um, out here, there's <laughs> there's two rocks that sit um, out on that point. There's yep. two rocks in the water that at about that half tide mark, they're only this far under the water. Yep. That's my spot. I know that's where that's the wave, that's, that's with the way the rocks and the, the points all shaped. Mm-hmm. I know that's exactly where it forms up. And with the longboard in particular, I know that I can turn two strokes and I'm and you're off. I'm sailing. Yeah, um, and it, it's quite interesting that you know, like there's two rocks. I can I can literally sit there with a foot on the rock, <laughs> holding my spot, and that's it. I'd like to note that Kyle didn't tell me about the two rocks and where to sit when we we're out there today. So the waves weren't breaking there today, though. <laughs> so it was a little bit different today. It must have been where the swell was coming in, and um, it, that was there was one of the boys was catching some waves there, but um, that wasn't. That wasn't the spot for us to right. be sitting. So, okay, good. Um, I was either well out past the point or back mm. back down a little bit. The you'd mentioned Coach Clayton. What what I was hearing in 
my head from Coach Clayton is patience um, <laughs> because I kept falling for first wave of the set because I got impatient and I got it overexcited. Peaked too early. I peaked way too early. But see, someone's got to take the first wave. Someone's got to cop the first one. Like, you know, yeah. someone's but I paddle and I miss it because I'm not on the longer board. <laughs> and yeah, so I was like, okay, patience and stop rushing to the end of the wave. Like Ooh. the... So he used to say, like, I used to race off. Yeah. But now, I'm like, you've seen the last couple of days, I'm cutting back quite a lot because he's like, in, I can see your brain thinking, like, get to the end of the wave, get, like, go, go, go. go faster, go faster. And he's like, that's not the outcome. And I think that's a really good lesson for it. A, a it's my lesson in patience and going, okay, don't get overexcited. The ADHD, just calm the farm and, like, wait for the, wait for the right one to pick you up. Um, but more importantly, that, that not rushing and taking the time and sun, slowing down to speed up because when I race out onto the flats, then the waves, I might be up on the nose of the board, but then it's disintegrated. Go on. Whereas I slow down per se, cut back, <laughs> obviously the waves picks me back up, I get the power zone again and I can hit it. And you can go and, all the way to the beach. And I can go all the way to the beach. So Which I think is a two-edged sword here. Yeah, the paddle back. It's a fucking long paddle here. It is a paddle back. <laughs> um, but I think there's so many lessons that if we actually pay attention to those things, like mm. even for you, like, okay, what's my marker? Yep. Like what do I know is consistent and what's my marker? How do I get myself into position? What do I have my memory? Yep. Um, the, the understanding, okay, we've been coached, what, what applies to right now? Yeah. Yep. So you had one, one thing, I had another thing. Yep. Um, and, and thinking through that, but the, the, okay, the metaphors of, okay, patience, how can I apply this in my, in my work life? How do I apply this in leadership? How do I <laughs> Did, apply slowing so down? I know I thought it. Did I say it to you while we were out there? The right wave will come at the right time you when did. you're ready. Yes. <laughs> and it's so true, isn't it? Like we, and I know, and I, and I've, I've done it before where I've been in the surf with a really bad mindset and I know the waves don't come to me. And I, oh, no. I was talking about this um, when we were surfing at Palm Beach and I was having a, a really crappy sort of a morning and um, I know that the waves that I was catching were like, they were death traps. Like it, yeah. was just, it was just punishment every wave. And so I, I, I was conscious of that and deliberately stayed away from everyone. Well, oh, 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 oh. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on a, maybe on the Barrels podcast. Um, with the with the energy stuff, but what it just actually anchored for me is the importance of how we step into the third space before we go into meetings, before we go into interactions, or we go from work to home. And we've talked about a lot, that a lot on the podcast. But Coach Clayton was like, literally, you're you're taking your work energy out, and like it's like it's like I can see them from the beach. The waves are just separating <laughs> from you. You got this force field around you, and then you've got this like intensity, like outcome 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 uh and it's just not not serving you and he's like just take some time on the beach to set your intention and the only intention that you should be having is go out there and have fun have fun yes and like do take a few minutes to ground yourself and clear your energy and give yourself permission to go out there and just have fun not be trying to achieve any specific thing not be trying to solve a specific like style issue or anything and I think that that, again, is a massive thing that we can take into our normal lives in terms of, okay, where do I need to ground? Where do I need to sort my energy? Where do I need to give my permission yep. to myself to have fun? Yeah. And to not be so, I say alpha, 
or uh, <laughs> masculine. Um, masculine energy. It's that masculine energy, yeah. right? That that go go go. I need to achieve this, or it's got to have that, yeah. or I've got to multitask. Like I'm going to go for a surf and solve this problem at the same time. <laughs> and so now you've been stu- studying all the Kotler stuff, mm. and so he talks about seeding the concept, giving the brain the information, then yeah. letting it do its job. Yeah. Yeah. So talk through that a little bit more. So the idea behind that, uh, the MacGyver story is what he talks about. <laughs> um, the guy that wrote MacGyver and how he would get, like he'd get a block or he'd like trying to get to this, how, how are we going to MacGyver this? <laughs> and he would program himself with the questions of, of what he wanted to solve or the where he was blocked and the story. And he knew that his flow trigger... Like two spots, driving and in the shower. <laughs> so uh, being in the shower, the, again, it's the water on the skin, it's the sensation, yep. so it's yep. taking things. The sensory thing. Yep, yep. sensory thing. Uh, and driving, for me, my poor team yesterday, they, they know when I'm driving, God, God help them. Because <laughs> three and, it's and a half just hours in the car. Three and a half hours of voice memos. <laughs> um, so it, it's where I unlock. But I think, again, because it, it's the, um, the uncontrollable nature I've got to be scanning that something else is chewing up the RAM rather than the to-do list. And then all of a sudden, these ideas come flooding back. And so, so the MacGyver guy used to drive home for a shower. <laughs> and that was, his, that was how he got that unblocked. Was that was his trigger. I yep. just, and now, after, after yesterday, I really went, this is, this is one of my problems, that I haven't been getting certain creative content out or some of the stuff that I've been talking about live on coaching calls or with my clients but we haven't been translating that into um what's going out to the public because i haven't had the space when i'm sitting at my desk i get distracted there's something else to do there's something else to do and i used to do an hour drive every day like well back in the day i used to do it all the time but yeah a few times a week and lately because where i live i ride my bike um it's been a while since i've driven to brisbane and back and I felt like that's what the missing is. So now I'm like, oh, this is my excuse to go camping more. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, I'll just buy a bigger van. Got the van. And, oh, yeah, I have a good van. I buy a bigger van <laughs> <laughs> so I can drive more. But if I schedule that now and go, actually, if I put that into my calendar of I'm going to drive at least three hours yep. or four hours, where before it used to be, that's a bit of a mission. It's a waste of time. Yep. Like, I don't have that time to waste. Actually, I don't have that time not to waste. To yeah. be honest, yep. like yep. the the penny drop for me yesterday was literally I don't have that time not to waste because I know yeah. like Kay knows it, the team actually knows that that is when yep. I really do here it all comes come come yep. to life. I listened to one thing like I listened to it took me three hours to get through twenty five minutes of my latest <laughs> Stephen Kotler training um, because I went into oh my god I have to message you you got tagged by the way on Slack don't look at it now. Um, <laughs> But I went and went through and went, oh, I've got these six clients that have new starters coming on board next week. Yep. And it was about the induction and the, the, but it was actually the science of induction learning yep. and why the word is induction and the embodiment of like the, the values and how people, um, you know, we've talked about this before, what you do is who you are, but how they model everyone. So anyway, I was listening to that and we'll do a podcast on that specific topic. Absolutely. So I won't go into it too much. But it just triggered me and I'm like, okay, six clients got 10 minutes worth of training on what they needed yep. for to take in, like Ready inductions to, to yep. the next level. 
because um, we've done a whole lot on that. But like this was like, oh, and this is the science why because somebody like still busy, like fucking. This is the consequence <laughs> if you don't do it. Um, then we got like eight pieces of content that Charlotte can write yep. to put out a couple of um, downloadables for templates for the clients to use by listening to 25 minutes of a, a training my um, accreditation and going for a drive. Yep. And so, how long, if you had to sit down and just mm-hmm. go, okay, I'm going to do those three things. Oh, shoot me. I'm going to sit down and just do those things. I will um, probably do the dishes, <laughs> um, vacuum the floor. <laughs> Procrastinate uh, for at least three hours. There'd definitely be a pile of washing to be done. <laughs> folded, ironed. Fold, yeah, yep, yep. Yep. Um, Even if it doesn't have to be iron folded, iron yeah, yes. folded. Yeah, yes. And uh, that was increased, so yeah. we'll do it again. Uh, I'd find five clients that I could overserve that right. I yep. really shouldn't be doing calls to yep. at that particular time because I just I I cannot unblock. Yep. And if I try to if I try to if I sit down with the at the desk with the intent to do it, it just it doesn't happen for me. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it? Like, so we, we started with, I cannot, I couldn't possibly spare three hours to go for a drive and have a night away. Let alone, t- yeah, one, one night away, which has now turned into two. Now, now like, two. Because to, it's productive. To now it's, well, actually, this is actually super important because mm. I, I know that I'll go and waste and procrastinate for three hours and then yep. I'll get the shits with myself and I'll work till midnight to catch up yep. and... Yeah, I probably still won't get it done, and it won't be as good. If, if I'd gone for a drive and parked myself here, yep, and uh. you know I've already done the, the work, I've already yep. got that out. I can still sit here and do a bit more. Um, you know, really, if I if I schedule my time right, yep. there's no reason why I can't use that three hour drive and my time here, and then still get the flow stuff yep. when I go for a surf. Well, and, and what, but it's also the flow stuff that unlocks it. Mm. So. I definitely think the the days that I've not had time to go for a surf has taken till midnight because time expands and contracts. But the days that and maybe because again, ADHD and flow triggers, my the timing thing for me specifically, when my day gets shorter because I've invested the time to do it, I kick into gear faster. Um, and this is not a flow trigger you want to like necessarily now, nurture now, in people or encourage. Um, this isn't a flow trigger. This is this is a squeeze. A squeeze. You like to yeah, be squeeze. Yeah. Um, but that for me definitely takes me up a notch, uh, and the creativity unlocks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's sort of roll back a little bit because there's a there's a lot to unpack in that, and mm. um, anyone that's listening, this sort of going. Holy shit, what is this shit that they're talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we have had a few beers today. We are standing at the beach and we've had an amazing day. So um, maybe it was all shit. No, it's not. So we'll, we'll go right back to the start. So for us um, today, you know, we've started the day with um, – we went for a surf. Well, oh, I actually, s- you started on a, on a clock <laughs> call. At 6 a.m. <laughs> so, but you've, you've, you're up and you've done the learning. Yep. And so this is actually probably even more important for today. Mm. So you're up, you've done some learning, yep. and, and you've, you've seeded all of that information. And for me, specifically, because I'm a um, learning junkie, and I am most in flow when I'm in workshops and in those live environments where I'm getting feedback and participating. Yep. So whenever I come off of a call like that, I am buzzed. And we did debrief a little bit. We debriefed. While we were sunscreening yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. Um, then we threw you into the surf, into your happy zone, um, into that flow state. Yeah. 
And then what's happened is that we've problem solved all the tech gear. <laughs> all and of the tech gear. <laughs> and we've just dropped out this podcast, which is really, really in depth yes. on flow triggers. So that's why it works. 100% works. So that's flow, everybody. I'm Kyle. This is the amazing Jade. This is what happens when you start your day the right way and that you invest the time in triggering your flow so that you can go to it. Um, by all means, let us know what your flow trigger is, whether it's surfing, running, bike riding, mm. sitting on the beach, meditating, whatever it is. Let us know wherever you're listening to this what your flow trigger is because I'm certainly curious because yeah. I have no concept of what anyone else does. <laughs> and it's just it's super it's super interesting to see what other people do because you can try something new yeah. and it can unlock with that with that new curiosity as well so you you'll be serving the whole tribe by making sure that you share your trigger blue excellent thanks everyone can't wait to see you on the next one bye guys thanks for tuning in to the barrels and business podcast if you are ready to build your kick-ass team you're looking to scale your business or you just want ways that you can get wet more often, make sure you head on over and connect with us at barrelsandbusiness.com. Actually, while you're at it, why don't you just hit subscribe wherever you are watching and listening to the podcast right now. I'll see you guys on the next episode.